Thank you for downloading this podcast and welcome to Arrow Bandwidth, the podcast to help the channel better understand the trends, technologies and concepts that are facing the IT industry today. I'm your host, David Fern, and we hope you enjoy this Arrow production. And please subscribe. Thanks. Welcome to Arrow Bandwidth. My name is Vincent Payne. I'm a Lutation architect at Arrow in the UK. I'm joined today with Rory McBride. Hello, Hello Rory. Hello, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm very good. I'm very good. Today, Rory, we're going to talk about our recent trip to VMworld. Um, and Rory, would you say what your sort of uh, key takeaways from there? Um, so, yeah, this would be my uh, first VMworld. I uh, finally got the chance to go. And uh, I think there was a lot of positivity around the, the whole portfolio. Um, I was pleasantly surprised to see, you know, how much of it, uh, you know, was was actually being um, touted. How many people wanted to learn about the different areas, you know, when a lot of people think about probably VMware, you know, the the first thing is their the core platform around virtualization, the vSphere suite. Uh, but you know, there was a lot around. Um, there was a lot around the messages coming out about uh, um, the vRealize platform and the different areas in there, uh, which was definitely an area that I needed to do a bit more investigating into, uh, and was pleasantly surprised. Okay, okay. Yeah, absolutely. So they're pushing the, the whole software-defined data center message um, strongly, uh, digitization, um, you know, you can call it a number of things. Um, I think uh, the big takeaways for me were absolutely the, the platform, so the vRealize, the vSAN, the vSphere, as you me- uh, mentioned, the, the, the NSX around the secure networking. Um, and then really sort of building that platform, I think I think they're, they're the whole key today is really sort of building upon that and then taking that into a sort of safe safe journey to the cloud. So obviously the big AWS announcement was, I think I think we were kind of aware of that. It was on the sort of um, the roadmap. So yeah, it's, I think it's very interesting. I think the fact that you can spin up, you know, four to 16 nodes of a cloud foundation or however, wish you want, however you want to license it in AWS on your on pretty much your own hardware, really. So it's, it's almost like having your own data center, but then you get the benefits of integrating into all their other app applications, S3, all those kind of things as well. To steal uh, a saying that Michael Dell put out there when he was over in uh, the US, it's the combining of the number one private cloud platform with the number one public cloud. Oh, look at you. <laughs> like it. Yeah, I think so. And the, um, which is great. I mean, the, I think that the, the kind of penny drops when you start thinking about that, you know, there's no needing to refactor any of your applications when you want to move them. There's no needing to reskill. It's still that VMware that everybody's come to know and love over the last 10, 15 years that, you know, it's been around. And it's, um, that's, uh, that's a huge bonus to a lot of people that are thinking, I need to, I need to start thinking about cloud first for my applications or for my environment, this gives them the, the confidence to, to start looking at, uh, say, AWS and using it as their cloud of choice. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think you know, it's a good, strong message. You've got some strong propositions from their competitors. So, you know, they've got to have a key, you know, uh, a key message. And that's this is around this fully automated agile data center, isn't it, with their products that are all wholly integrated. You've got... The even from Airwatch and the Horizon um, the products, which they've integrated uh, together into Workspace One, you know you've got a whole, you know, I mean, VMware would coin it as almost a digitization strategy, but um, you know, and I think really for our partners that they have to, they've got some interesting decisions right now on, on whether they take that wholly or how they then integrate, you know, the VMware messaging into some of their the other the other vendors out there. You know, I think 
in terms of protecting your VMs and your applications, obviously it's very strong, um, but it's quite interesting as we know, a lot of our customers are obviously looking at and you know using products, software as a service, you know, in our day, we use lots of them, don't we? You know, Workday, Salesforce, all these kind of products. Yep. So some of the on-prem stroke, I think some of the, I, I think the, the the history of managing a lot of your own databases and things like this is um, is, is changing to some degree. So yeah, it's, it's very interesting. Um, yeah. Um, sort of to go on from that, I think yeah, the business today requires you to pull together software applications that are running both in your own data center and the cloud. And for the casual user or the day-to-day user, they have to they have to perform um, seamlessly together. They need to work first time. And having something that you've got confidence in what you're building uh, and know is going to work, um, have the ability to you know spin something up very quickly. I mean, if the, the benefit of cloud is that flexibility. You know, buying a server, getting the server installed, getting it racked, getting the network team to come along to plumb it in, make sure all of that's working. You know, that takes time. You know, you and, and that's if you've you know even got the space in your data center to put that in. You don't have those problems with with cloud. You know, it's um several mice clicks or even you know if you've you've moved into the devops world it could be um, a few lines of code before you're spinning up virtual machines mm, absolutely absolutely interesting sort of point to build upon then really is how vmware are building out their platform approach so sort of um, looking to uh, more linux type technologies so uh, they've now got integration in for multiple halt, uh, multiple um, hypervisors so around uh, nsx so we can sort of broaden that they're looking at uh, you know containerization you know it's a a massive sort of uh, talking point at the moment and predominantly is you know uh, i think it's linux based depending what flavor you wish and want because it's a you know comes from that developer world and having that um i mean i was, I was talking to some guys the other day and there was, there was uh, i was amazed to hear that, that you can get about a hundred times more containers on a certain set of hardware etc certain uh, then you can do vm so as well as obviously the cost impact of the licensing you actually can actually uh, the, uh, the overhead of that type of technology, as well as obviously all the great things it brings around uh, with its connections into developer world and all the other kind of platforms are out there. So I thought that was quite interesting, the way they're trying to broaden their reach into that world. Yeah, um, I mean, cloud economics, you know, does define the fact that you want to make the most of the CPU or whatever you've purchased. Uh, and one of the ways you can do that and, and really get those up to, to high utilization numbers is by using things like containers. These things are designed to last minutes, seconds, or at the most, you know, hours. You know, if you're going to need something that's going to be around long term, then that's when you want to start looking at virtual machines. Um, I think, you know, VMware put their toe in the water. Um, I'm not sure of the date, but when they start talking about Photon or about, so maybe about a year ago, about moving towards a container environment. But I think they, they came out with a really strong message there around their pivotal partnership. Yep, absolutely. Yep, yep, yep. I, li- I, li- I do like the whole pivotal piece, actually. It's quite interesting. I think um, we see... You know, that whole platform message with 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 things like the ability to sort of manage it broader environments of NSX, so you're going to get that whole secure, agile, agile network type functionality which you need with any kind of cloud sort of um, implementation, um, and then really you can obviously utilize the integration into doing you know what you want with containers. So, I mean, it, it seems like a very uh, interesting sort of uh, place to be. Yeah, the. The container market is definitely someone that a lot of people are, are looking at as well from a private cloud part of view. And it's also something that's been very big in, in the public cloud space. But, um, you know, bringing those two together and being able to manage them from within something like vRealize is, is going to be huge. And I think, you know, Pivotal have, have gotten in on the, on the ground floor and have, are driving that message with their PKS service. 
Yep. Um, is is going to be a great one. But that, I suppose, one point. The other thing is the amount of partnerships out there that are trying to deal with different sort of areas within the VMware portfolio. I mean, we've touched on them, but there's you know people looking at NSX and that's their specialization. Mm. Um, others are looking at you know a way of helping with vSAN and some of the other areas in there. And it's yeah, it, it was it was a very positive message. Um, mm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I can see why it's probably one of the biggest trade shows in in our industry. Yeah, absolutely. I, I guess two more points for me. I think really were uh, maturity of vSAN. I think that's really um, um, going to take off now. Um, the, the features, functionality, the cost compared to some of its competitors as well. So that whole hybrid message as well that you know generally a lot of people are going to be utilising. You know, whether they go the, the AWS the AWS um, piece is very interesting, but some people still won't want to put all their infrastructure into the cloud for whatever reason. So that whole vSAN sort of development um, for, uh, for, you know, whether it's in AWS or on-premise is very interesting. And um, the other thing that caught my eye was app defense. So, you know, we've got some very key and prominent sort of um, security vendors in our uh, in our um, catalog at uh, Arrow. Yeah. Um, you know, some very interesting technologies like Palo Alto, Checkpoints, um, et cetera, et cetera. So seeing that uh, VMware also building their own sort of VM-focused um security technology was quite interesting as well yeah um i think that's delving into the sort of uh the term is cyber hygiene so making sure that you're you're looking after like your, your, your virtualization <laughs> environment i mean it's all good you know building that fort and putting up those those large outer walls mm. but you know if if you if you do get inside the, the outer walls you need to worry about you know can they get across networks what can yeah. they see and and you know the the best rule traffic yeah the best the best rule is you know start with the the least amount of access and open it up as as you need more mm. uh, is the best security policy but in times sometimes that that's that's overlooked and lax behavior actually leads to you know these sorts of breaches that we hear about in the news on a weekly basis at the moment it seems to be yeah absolutely i think it's quite interesting that that whole agility thing you know, security you know security sometimes i think people view it as a, a, a you know, problem and issue slowing down rollouts of technology but actually when you look at things like NSX and the technologies that align to VMs and containers in that um, east-west kind of format it, 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 it's you know it's um, it's software defined isn't it you know you can basically create a um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for um, uh, you know a, a policy for a set number of um, VMs you know you can you can design which vms can speak to which you can control absolutely if you've got number 10 which vm should not ever talk to number six vm then you can control it so we we can stop the spread of uh, viruses and all the all, all the other sort of great things that we, we, we we've heard in the news recently so yeah no, i quite quite like that indeed so i mean i think we you know we were out there with with quite a few partners um and there was probably some that wanted to go that couldn't make it now i, I remember talking to both yourself and, and paul Paul Vaughan, who can't be with us today. Uh, hello to you out there somewhere in the uh, big UK world, wherever you are working today. But um, you talked about a, a roadshow for, for some of your partners uh, that couldn't make it uh, and taking the message out to them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I think I met with a couple of partners shortly after uh, VMworld. We talked about sort of, I guess, a bit of a review of the the main points. Um, it's interesting for the partners, isn't it? Because every partner is quite different, and they're a different journey. So some people, um, you know, they're, 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 well, we've got lots of different partners. Haven't we? We've got the born in the cloud guys. We've got service providers, and we've got the this old-fashioned bars who literally would would just sell a bit of value around maybe a, a piece of tin and some software. Um, so. 
the platform solution messages that are uh, that are very important today you know and the value around those you know you have to be careful you know are they a you know important to that partner and b are they um, uh, is it relative you know to, to what they're what they're trying to achieve with their customers because i think uh, we all know buyers are far more intelligent these days and and and, and really investigate you know um, a supplier's capability around a, a promise really so i think some of that that sort of stuff is um, pretty important so that's why we like to go and do these um uh, road shows and some of the training uh, services and um i think sometimes thought leadership is, is, is a bit sort of highbrow but it, it's some of those things that is it's understanding your customers and understanding your customers partners before you start throwing things at them because some won't be relevant um, and also understanding when the technology is actually mature I and mean, we've all seen those curves you know for our partners yeah. are they picking up a technology at the right point and and, and you know trying to um, uh, you know, help promote the vendor into the whatever marketplace that may well be. But are they? Is is it relevant? Is it ready? Is it timely? And I think that's a, that's another big thing which we can sort of bring to them, bring to help some of our partners. Good, good, good. Uh, so, Rory, you were telling us about um, some of the interviews you had with uh, uh, with some of our key partners at VMworld. Um, do you want to talk us through where and why? So, yeah. So, I try to catch up with some of our partners on the on the final day to understand how the show went from them. Um, I was able to pull a few people aside and, and get their views, understand how things have been. And uh, I think probably here are three or four of the best ones, depending on both content and audio quality from, from what I was able to capture there. Okay, and who were the vendors? So I was able to speak to Trend. I was able to speak to NetApp. I was able to speak to IBM Cloud and Arista. Oh, great. Let, well, let's, let's hear some of those. Okay. Right, it's the final day of VMware, and here I am with uh, David Byrne from Trend, uh, just catching up with around their messaging from the week. David, how's it been for you? It has been an amazing week. We had a massive throughput of uh, footfall through our, our booth. Uh, this year we brought together uh, the sort of Star Trek enterpri enterprise motif, you know. Yeah, it comes uh, out as a stand. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's an eye catcher. Um, you know, basically we talk to our clients, we bring them into the booth, and we're really showcasing deep security here, being that it is a VMware event. Uh, that's our mainstay here. That's what, but we also can show our customers the rest of our nomenclature. Now, we're focusing on the X-Gen messaging and the X-Gen brand, branding, which is sort of a, a technology set that's been accrued over the last 20 years. So we have multi-layered protection. We offer to the, to the we're sort of you know, agnostic to the OS types and also to the virtualization platforms. This solution that we're showing here integrates into anything automatically scales, lives and breathes, and is multi-layered, so. Excellent, I hear you've done quite a few demos as well. Yeah, yeah, we've done quite a few demos, I think in the first, well, I don't know, should I be reveal, revealing these numbers, no, but. Uh, but <laughs> high numbers anyway. Yes, very, very high numbers. Today, last day, as you would expect, it's a little bit quieter here, you know? Um, but yeah, we've done very, very well with our demos. Okay, and if there was one message you wanted people to take away, what would it be? Trend Micro is awesome. It's good enough for me. <laughs> thank you very much. All right, thank you. Final day, just getting ready to close up and I'm headed over to NetApp's booth. Uh, I've been joined by Philippe. I wanted to find out what they've been talking about this week. Yeah, it's been an interesting week, very busy at the booth. Uh, we had a lot of tractions, mainly a lot of people came over to talk about a new HCI solution. Fortunately, we couldn't physically show the box, but we added an Achaean version. So a lot of traction on that one. Uh, also on conversion infrastructure, still a lot of traction, uh, like with the Flux, uh, Flexpot uh, solidifier that we recently announced. A lot of people came and see that one. 
next to that the traditional uh, talks about the VMware like Vivo, vSAN, what we do in that space. And I think the most yeah, most attractive uh, demo that we had on, on our boot was about Flexpot 3D, so high resolution uh, visualization of uh, like even healthcare images, seismologic uh, data from anywhere. Well, we were showing from Norway over like a normal trade show one, uh, yeah. <laughs> getting the images here, like high resolution images, collaboration. That was really a key attraction uh, which attracted a lot of people. We had a couple of uh, speaking sessions which were well attended. The HEI one, for, for sure. We, we had to talk about the HEI. Um, really believe it's a great product, different from all the others. And then we had the end user compute uh, session where we showed like the different values of our platforms, which one would play for which uh, solution. You, there's not a, well, one fit all. You really still have to architect it. But yeah, to conclude, was a great show. If you need more information, reach out to uh, the local NetApp teams or yeah, go on the website, uh, read the technical uh, documents. Any, uh, any events coming up that they might want to attend? Oh yeah, for sure, you want to attend inside, you don't want to miss that one. So uh, I think it's 12th November that week, uh, we're running inside so our, our conference in Berlin, where we're probably going to show the, the real HEI, the physical box, talk a lot about a lot of uh, new features we released. A great opportunity to get trained, to get more insights on uh, the NetApp products. Super, thank you very much. So here I am over on the IBM stand with Rally. Uh, just wanted to catch up with him in regards to what IBM have been up to at VMworld. Hi, I'm Raleigh Melanson with IBM Cloud. And at VMworld here in Barcelona, we've had a great experience connecting with all of the people coming out to learn about VMware solutions on IBM Cloud. Because we have a very robust and dynamic cloud, the best on the planet. We're here talking about, you know, what we do, and actually the conversations have been very good. Everybody's very interested in what we have, and you know we're very glad to be here for on the behalf of IBM Cloud. Yeah, I mean it's day three, and the stand is still pretty busy. Um, I don't know whether that's that uh, interesting coffee machine you've got over there, or whether it's uh, the messaging that people have been taking away. Oh, that coffee machine is awesome. So we partnered with a company called Ripple, and Ripple Maker, what they've done is worked with us with Pert Watson and using Watson Personality Insights. And what it allows is for us to say uh, from your Twitter feed how you would match up with a personality and it will actually print the personality that you most commonly match up with on your coffee itself. So everybody gets a cup of coffee, it's really good, but it also gives you the opportunity to have a cup of coffee with a celebrity. <laughs> so using Watson Personality Insights is great. Really yeah. cool. Though I got sorry, not sorry. So, I mean, what does that say about me? <laughs> um, so, um, with the show wrapping up, is there anything that people in the UK that maybe didn't get over here that's something that you think they should, uh, some message, some key takeaway? Yeah, you know, honestly, um, we, we come over here all the time and we talk about IBM Cloud because for VMware, we're in 21 data centers throughout the world for VMware solutions, but we have overall 40. 44 data centers within IBM that are global and um, you know basically we're just talking about what we do with IBM cloud solutions uh, you know uh, I would like for everybody to know that it is the best 
cloud solution on the planet. We can offer the lowest latency out of any cloud competing company in the world. Super, thank you very much. Outstanding, thank you. So I'm joined now by Arista, and uh, I've come over to see what's been going on for them at the show. Yeah, it's a really positive event, uh, very exciting. A lot of interest in our soon-to-be-launched hybrid cloud offering. Um, more details available uh, coming soon. Okay, um, is there anything you want to tell us about that, or um, do we have to wait for a specific launch date? Or So, uh, customers that currently enjoy and utilize EOS uh, on physical hardware, we'll be able to do a lot more with that uh, across both public and private cloud um, with all the major players, including AWS and Azure. Okay, that sounds interesting. I'd, I'd like to see, is there somewhere I can get a demo of that? or? So the launch is coming up, I believe it's on the 20th. Uh, after that, plenty more information will be available. Cheers, thank you very much, Stuart. Thank you very much, cheers. So um, I'd also like to iterate that we'd like to try and drive more people to these events. I think you know it, it's a it's a it's a difficult one. I mean, I think from our point of view, it's it's one of our key vendors, so it's it's a bit easier for us to to go. But um, I always find that when we leave, I, anytime I leave one of these trade shows, I always come back with renewed vigor in, in wanting to chase after opportunities. You know, I want to look at uh, some of the new areas that they've talked about and and, and and play with the technology from 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 the geek inside me. But yeah, <laughs> um, maybe not yourself as much. But um, you know, that's that's how I come away. And I think, you know, I come back and I've got all these great ideas and I want to start speaking to partners. And it would be great if, you know, if more of them could come back with that sort of drive. Yeah. Uh, so if we can, we can we're probably going to try and help drive more people there next year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I think I think so. Um, and again, it's relevant, isn't it? You know, there are a number of partners who, who are, who've invested heavily into VMware, um, the platform, the the new technologies. You know, that the 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 sort of their focus technologies like um, vSAN, NSX, vRealize, and now obviously uh, AWS. So there's um, uh, a lot of things there for people to focus on. And the excitement is always around these these new things, isn't it? You know, um, and VMware always seem to be pretty much up there, and they're kind of central to everything, aren't they? Really, you know. Yeah. I've, I've, there's very few enterprises you go and speak to who don't have some small bit of VMware or some large amount of investment. So. Yeah, I like I like to compare it to the sort of iOS, Apple's iOS. You know, it's it's the platform that everybody wants to build their application on top of. That you know, it, it it's it's the glue that holds it all together, and and they wouldn't be able to do a lot of things without it. Uh, and I think that's kind of where VMware sits. People kind of forget and it's holding a lot of those applications together. It's actually driven IT to where we are today um, over the last f um, five, six years anyway with, with some of the advancements they've made in vSphere. So, um, yeah, that's kind of all I, I was looking to cover today. Um, anything else that you probably want to add? No, that's me, I think. Um, I think that's uh, today's session. Over and out. Thank you, Rory. Thank you for joining us. No problem. Bye-bye.